0: Day everybody. Welcome back to the Couchside Judges. I'm Scott Fontana. Follow me on Twitter at Scott underscore Fontana.
1: And I'm Dan Urban. Follow me at the Dan Urban. Follow the podcast at Couchside Judges. Subscribe to us on YouTube, everywhere you listen, Instagram, everywhere. Everywhere on the whole planet. I mean just just look around. You'll probably find us somewhere. And as always we talk judging MMA. Make sure you're brushed up on that criteria. You can find it by Googling it. Is that is that important? The it criteria. Is, the
0: criteria. I don't think it's necessary. You can be a, you can be a fighter. You could be a coach. You could be a commentator without reading the criteria. It's true.
1: You can have a strong opinion without knowing how the fighter scored.
0: Not only that, you can have an expert opinion about what's going to sway around exactly. what the judges yeah. are looking for without actually having a clue about it. It's really amazing. So why are we even talking about? It? Like, why would he, why would anyone go bother reading it? Why are you telling them to read this? Seems so a little silly. a Little educated here. No, 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 not unnecessary. No one, mm. ev- no one should be educated. Everyone, stop educating. Take your kids out of school. Just, I don't know, stare at stare at a wall.
1: Yeah, send them to work. Take them out of
0: school. Send them to work. No, not that's... even that. Everyone just stare at a wall. Just stare at a wall. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. I think that's the proper way to do. It. No, no, no. Go read the criteria. That's what you should do. You really should. Um, didn't need much of the criteria though for the main event. This past weekend, sir. I'm happy
1: about that. I thought the first round was like, oh man, this. I hope it's not not split. You didn't. Want... Oh, I didn't think it was going to be split. This that felt like hoping. a holly hole round, I, I, I and it hoping. was. I was all, just hoping all three judges had that. J- I, they did. I was just hoping. I was like, just don't want to watch another round. You need to have more faith in the judges, sir. I thought I, I thought do. we had a good in. set of judges I, on there I, that were going to come up with the right right result. I there. do have and faith think we in did. them. Mm-hmm. They do their job very well. Yes, they do.
0: Um, but yeah, so obviously. Uh Myra Bueno Silva at least saved everybody from five rounds of Holly Holm clinching up against the cage, which was nice. But she was actually, yeah, was, I will say this. Holly Holm was actually kind of landing at distance a little bit here and there, too, even though uh, Bueno Silva landed what I thought were probably she the two to... best strikes of that first round. Yeah, just, I mean, it just did. wasn't enough of them. She won head kick. She did. I feel I
1: haven't seen that in a while from her.
0: Well, she didn't throw a lot of hands. It was mostly just kicks. Yeah. But nonetheless, she, uh, she had a tap out there because Myra Bueno Silva... Is now the new great thing, kind of uh, the, the, the new it girl at 135 pounds in this new post-Amanda Nunez era, I, th- I think anyway. That's how I see it. Because she's finishing women. She's now picked up a big win over Holly Holm, who really nobody finishes like that. You know that, That's not something that just happens. You know, Get her with the ninja choke like that mm-hmm. early in round two. It's a big win. It's a big momentum building win. And one would have thought that if Holly Holm won, she was going to fight for the title. Yeah, well, coming in three.
1: Who else are you gonna pick?
0: Of course, of course. But I, I, I really think personally, I think she should be in the next bantamweight title fight. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I do
0: do like Juliana Pena. And, it has to, uh, yeah, it would have to be Juliana. And, uh, I think. Mayra Silva. That would obviously put uh, Raquel Pennington as the odd woman out, and I do think that's a little unfortunate. But also, I think it's nice to have some new, interesting blood here mm, with some, with the last person who was the champion before uh, or. In in the time of Amanda Nunes. Triple threat, you say? saying? Yeah, we, All threat. three, yeah. Let's do a triple threat. Sure,
1: yeah. We'll do it in Russia.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Put them, put them in a phone <laughs> booth. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. This will this will go well. No, I, but I think that's... The, I really do think that's the play. I don't know that they're going to do it or not. I wonder what they will do, but it makes a whole lot more sense to do Buenos Silva versus Pena at this point. Especially, they had a... Did you see? They asked... Buena Silva about the, you know, the, the oh you know I'll smash that girl Juliana Penny was saying on social media the idea of that she was like gonna beat her and then she just like like legitimately just laughed
1: like I think I did see it I'm, I don't remember really I I remember her laughing I didn't know if that was that was it
0: I feel like that's that's at least the building of a, of, a, of an interesting build up yeah. between the two and you know no offense to Raquel Pennington we don't really have that kind of storyline there to the same degree I know they go all the way back to uh, the Ultimate Fighter but it's just I don't think there's a the sizzle there. Like we might have Yeah, here. probably
1: not. This, this is do it now. Strike while the iron's hot when, when the, the division's interesting without Amanda Nunes there.
0: I mean, shoot, they could so. make this title fight in two months, three months or something like that, you know? Yeah, next week, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> but uh, as far as Holly Holm, is this the end of her as a title contender, at least at 135 pounds? I, you know what? I, hard to say in the women's division if anyone's ever truly out. I feel like so. in 35, she could be. I don't know. This isn't this is gonna set her back distinctively.
1: Like I haven't even ruled out Misha Tate as one day competing for a belt again.
0: I mean I wouldn't either necessarily, no. but this this looks like the end for her at thirty-five, but I feel like BOC would certainly be happy to get a belt around her and they still haven't closed off forty five. I well, mean now, we now we'll... have a Norman Dumont who who yeah. won won the track meet and you know, tracked down yeah. uh, Chelsea Chandler. That was fun. <laughs> that was really funny. That was funny. She just like, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. It was very like Terminator, I'm <laughs> See coming for ya. you. Um Unless unless they're going to let all the forty fives go, like let Chandler go, or unless they come down to thirty five, uh, let Norma Dumont go, I wouldn't be stunned if they tried to put together Holly Holm against Norma Dumont for the title at forty five. That wouldn't stun me.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, forty five is completely deleted from the rankings page. <laughs> it, it is. So, and they finally got rid of it. It's completely gone. Oh yeah. no. So I don't. I don't know what, how much that reads into things, but.
0: I don't know, but they do have to figure that out. Because if if they're not going to have a, an actual division for these women, mm-hmm. they should let Norma Dumont go, let her go potentially fight Cyborg, let her go potentially compete for a million dollars in in PFL. Give them a chance to go somewhere where they're actually going to have something to compete for and against mm-hmm. other women in, in, in an actual division. Yeah, you know, something to fight for. Yeah, maybe do the same for Holly Holm. They <laughs> can <laughs> let her go somewhere too. I don't know. um I wonder if Holly Holm maybe this could could look at the landscape and say eh, maybe it's not worth it anymore. But you mm-hmm. never know; she'll sort that out on her own. What about Jack Della Madalena? Because I think that that performance, as much as we were, you know, probably most interested in, you were definitely most interested in him mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. But well, it wasn't well, the str- it in. wasn't the strongest performance, especially early on. He, he obviously managed to. Get it together and get the win. We'll talk about that first because that is a, you know, when we go into contested rounds, that is a split decision. So we'll get into the, the, who, who we thought actually really won the fight or really won the round, that kind of thing. But did his performance, his overall actual performance, his fight IQ, that kind of thing, did it change your, the nature or did it change your perception of him and his ceiling? No, he's he's like twenty six. Mm-hmm.
1: His ceiling's very high. But,
0: but you, do you think that uh, that fight like I, IQ maybe was a well, little yeah. troublesome? Well, that's not what I'm talking about. Here's here. the
1: thing: I know I got into it with Gary Gary F from uh, on Twitter. Oh, you did? I didn't see. about um, you know diving on guillotines. Oh, yes, that's right. You're and talking, I was right. like, I mean, I still think he dove on it because he thought 100 percent he's going to get it. But also I see his point. Like, this is a stupid move. It really was a stupid really, move. Really really almost cost him the fight. Yeah. So I don't I think it's more telling about uh Basil uh Hafez. Basil Hafez, yeah. Yeah, that you know, you know, hungry dogs run faster. I hate to use a Jalen Hurts quote, but <laughs> that, that that's the truth. The guy came in, nothing to lose, and he, he he really put it on there. And he had a great performance, definitely earned himself another fight for sure. And I, I think it was just Madalena wanted to fight so bad he didn't care who it was, didn't care what it was. And he's kinda lucky he
0: escaped with a win. So But he had to be more disciplined than that. You know, that was kind of the bigger that was for me a lot of people the, the big takeaway was like, How could he be so undisciplined? Knowing he, where he's better off taking the fight.
1: He probably got caught up in, in the moment. You know, I'm the biggest uh favorite on this card. I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna finish him and I'm gonna show I'm gonna showcase something that you haven't seen. Maybe my grappling or something. It's gonna choke you.
0: I don't know. I feel like at some point you realize, wow, this guy actually like likes to grapple. Maybe I shouldn't grapple. You you Maybe might just leave that alone. <laughs> I can hit him really hard. Maybe you just black out, you go on autopilot
1: it... and you just start I don't know what it's like in there. No, oh, of course. Oh. I,
0: neither of us I, I especially will never know. So I, I, you can only criticize so far, of course, but
1: it's it's very few and far where where you don't have a, a couple stinkers throughout a, a great career. Sure. So.
0: It it certainly seems like his coach. If I can at least use his coaches as the example, I don't think they wanted him to do it either. So oh, they didn't. No. At least you know me speaking from the outside is one thing, but I'm at least reporting or repeating something that the old, his own people were like. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Just don't do that anymore. No more. But nonetheless, hey, he's got the talent. I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Uh, he he dodged a bullet here. Hopefully, he like takes us as a lesson. Right? He probably will. I mean. At least to be listening to your coaches so, a little better, you know, yeah. trust, trust in the voices that are coming from the corner. They're trying to give you some good advice. Also, I mean, he's ranked. I will stop
1: taking fights that don't
0: push you forward. So, but, but, but I you think, know, I think you want was, someone to fight four times a year. That's not, only I, do want, they can do. I
1: do want, I do want you someone to fight four times a year, but it almost felt like he wanted this fight because he traveled from, you know, Australia and he's like, I'm not coming here for nothing. I think that's give exactly something. what he wanted. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that, that may be something to look at, too. but that's
0: something you could respect. Oh,
1: I respected a ton.
0: But maybe I don't say wouldn't... it's smart, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but I respect it. All
0: right.
1: And I like, and I want you to keep doing it,
0: but it's not smart. <laughs> keep doing the so... dumb thing, there, Jack. <laughs> Listen to Dan. <laughs> do stupid things. He I says. wish. Uh, yeah,
1: I wish it was a rigid schedule. You got five fights a year, mm-hmm. and this is when you're fighting. Well, that's what PFL is. Show up, and that's what you do. This is what
0: PFL is. You don't get I'm there. surprised.
1: You don't love PFL more. They don't have the talent there.
0: Uh, so... No elbows either, and no elbows. elbows. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I mean that's a tangent. I, we could go we could go deeper into that another day. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but on paper, that particular element is right up your alley. It is mm-hmm. for sure. Just you don't get to tell me who
1: you want to fight. You're just fighting who I tell you you're fighting, mm. and that's it.
0: Gotcha. The, the Giants
1: th- don't get to pick their schedule every year. No, they do get to pick all their players, which is nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's like the organization they get to sign who they want. There should be roster limits. <laughs> I I could go on and on.
0: We won't though. Yeah. No, no, nobody wants to hear what you have to say yeah thanks <laughs> no 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 we, we we we'll get to what you have to say in a minute but, but right now i just want to go over the quickly the unanimity report which dan you've been you've been preparing little graphics that we've been putting on uh on instagram on twitter yeah kudos to you sir i think that's been nice i try to share those as as you let me know how you should share that and then uh, yeah. and then i do i do as i'm told <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so essentially that the unanimity report is a, a more broken down by individuals than The thing that we go over at this point in the show every week, Mm -hmm. which hey, I'll go over this point in the show right now, Uh, 18 out of 27 rounds, a lot of rounds here, by the Mm -hmm. way, tons of decisions early on uh, were unanimous among the judges. So we were at 67% just under the, the typical rate. And it was, it was not heading that way for a while. A lot, a lot of uh, disagreement on the prelims, but but later on, we got a lot more stability. I think that, but Really, part of that was just the fact that four of the rounds that they disagreed on—four out of nine—were eight-nine splits. So we're not talking about who won or lost the round. We're really just talking about the grade. And also, the level of fighter on this was was lower. It was exceptionally so, lower. Like when yes,
1: you're gonna get all this—you know—kind of I don't want to say random, but like crazier scorecards and, and disagreement at the lower
0: levels when when
1: you know you get these lower level fights
0: i don't know i mean we we see a lot of disagreement in main events too It's it's been better i think i feel like what it is is usually this is this is my thinking of how how we see these things come about at least just judging ufc right in the ufc i feel like they're better at matchmaking because they have more choices that they can put together than yeah. like a regional show regional show you've got who you've got right so like Sometimes you might not be able to put together the 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 closest matchup you possibly yeah, can. Who's going to sell a hundred tickets to their friends to show up? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, what it is. Sure, it, maybe it's a combination of that too. But with the UFC, I think what it is is it's they typically end up putting together fights that are more well matched, especially as you get uh, higher up the ladder. Well, they 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 do a great job at, at matchmaking, and that's what makes it that's and, what can
1: make it harder on the judge. Because I know you you texted me. About two fighters, and you're like, they're not even, you know, ranked on Fight Matrix. No, 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 no. They, it's
0: that they were in that in the top five fifty. One of them was like five eighty two, and one was seven hundred. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. but somehow,
1: McManus or Sean Shelby, whoever put this fight together, you know, turned out to be a pretty good fight. Like sure. They, they knew they would they would work. So they they do do a good job, but it's just like, <laughs> did, said, we, did we really need that? Mm-hmm. fight on a ufc card
0: but that's and that's the thing is like a lot of these fights that we're getting now are are sub ufc level mm-hmm. when we really comes down to it this is these are fights that they wouldn't have put on 10 years ago mm-hmm. in the ufc that would have been below them that would have been something that hey maybe we see how these fighters do on the regional circuit and then we get them now they're like well they're cheap and they take up space on the card so let's get them. Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll, we'll hit hit strike oil. Maybe get a so. little
0: lightning in a bottle. You never know exactly. Um, it is unfortunate, but but again, nonetheless, it started out a little rougher with the with the percentage, and then it moved much smoother as we go. It all balances out. It At did, the end, yeah. it all balances out. That's what we have mm-hmm. here. Uh, and again, we didn't have a whole lot of. As much disagreement on the round winners, really a lot of debates about what was an eight and what was a nine. We're gonna yeah. we'll get to those, but before we do any of those, we are going to start with again our friend Jack Della getting the win over basil Hafez, split decision 29 28 all around. We had Hafez won the first round. We had Della Madalena won the third round, pretty big. He was all I, I felt like he was trending. I to scored like an eight. eight. No, I didn't. I, I didn't. I it. I thought it, I thought uh it kind of turned off about the last minute and a half. It like very much stalemated slash. You actually saw some signs from Hafez. Mm. and I thought that's what pulled it back from an eight. Okay, so I I think that I I felt good with a nine. But it was trending to an 8. That's how I saw it. All right. So we're talking about round 2 is the actual split, deciding who wins this fight. So, Dan, what's happening in round
1: 2? Yeah, JDM landed good strikes on the feet. He had Hefez in a bad way. Probably mix of damage and exhaustion, but uh, it still wasn't a good visual. Hefez was tagging JDM with a couple shots. It didn't seem, you know, to be that effective, although Jack's face is kind of get a little beat up there. Seemed like uh, Jack is probably on his way to getting Hefez out of there. Or cruising to win the round, no fuss, no no disagreement, no nothing. But um, he jumps guillotine again, and this is uh, a particularly bad one. <laughs> easily escaped. I don't even know if you can even count a it guillotine. It just it probably doesn't count. as more a true like a submission guard. Defense. It's more of a guard pull. Yeah.
0: Um, Although at some point DC refers to this as oh he gets the takedown when he when he's looking back at how he so, got there. It's like he forgot yeah. what happened.
1: So that 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 also played a part in my scoring. Like it got there because. JDM pulled guard, uh, pulled guard essentially. Yeah, not because he got taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, but he spent he spent the final two minutes there on his back, eating intermittent strikes. Uh, the most noticeable, were really, those shoulder strikes towards the end of the round. A couple shots to the body, nothing that big. I do think what JDM did on the feet was enough to win the round, but I can kind of see how Hafez could win it. Uh, he wasn't because, you know, he, he wasn't shut out on the feet. I still like it for JDM 10-9.
0: I like it for a JDM. I, I do. I think I think when we're really talking about the damage here, the damage is, is coming from Jack Della in, in a much bigger way than anything that happened grappling-wise coming from Hafez. I, I do see how you can get there. I totally can. Uh, you know, Sal D'Amato was the out judge here. Give it to Hafez. I, I don't have a problem with it. I really don't. But I... I like my score here. Yeah. For Jack Dell, I think just based on my understanding of of the effective striking and grappling, I thought this was a, a more effective striking round mm-hmm. uh on the whole when you compass everything. I, I just I thought that it was it was Jack Dell. It, it, I think the right person won here even though it really didn't feel like a great win. It just it just felt like a, hey, he kind of figured it out eventually and he got the win, but
1: I wonder I didn't see if um Anthony Smith or Justin Gaethje had opinions after the decision was read. I didn't. I meant to look that, that up because apparently they both trained with him. Okay, so yeah,
0: they, they did weigh in. Uh, they brought in they
1: had Smith, Smith the in bro- the middle. Yeah, he, yeah
0: he asked him about. all oh, he he said vintage uh, Basil Hafiz, and I'm like, what is what is vintage Hafiz? We've never seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> but at, but at any rate, you and I again we agreed in majority here. We agreed with uh, judges Janitra Camijo and Chris Lee. Um, but yeah, this isn't this is not a crazy one to be a split. I, I think. I just think the right person ultimately did get their hand raised, even if ugh. yeah, one of them one of them came away I think loot with like almost like less less stock, but the right win, and then the other one got the rightful loss but greater stock. It was very strange, yeah. strange fight. Just maybe, strange... yeah, maybe Brendan Fisher will stop saying stupid things <laughs> like jdm
1: is widely considered the, the top prospect in all of mma
0: but dude that i don't know what you're talking about i only remember what happened like a few days ago oh, okay. so yeah <laughs> in a few days i'll forget this happened and yeah that'll be it uh, anyway. if john
1: annick's listening can you work more dude <laughs> like i know you
0: like like your time off but yeah get off that rogan schedule please <laughs> anyway we are uh we're moving on to the next fight here we've got uh, another split decision down card uh is that Maxim got the win over Tyson Nam. Also 29-28's all around. Two, of course, for Maxim. Round two once again is our split. Uh so yeah, take us through. Maxim's doing well to the head. He stuns Nam early. Left
1: hand is landing well. Good combos to the head. Nam is returning pretty well. A couple decent body shots, some good leg kicks that uh, kick the legs out uh from under Maxim. Uh I just think Maxim is more impactful. 10-9 Maxim. Close round.
0: No, I went the other way. I went for Nam here. I I Gave him the edge. To, uh, I thought he was more impactful. That's pretty much it. Yeah, right. I just, I just disagreed on, on fundamentally on on who you gave it to. But it's, it's close. Yeah. Sometimes you just have these close rounds, right? It's just. Just a close I thought round. I thought this card, and we're gonna get to some of these rounds that are more like that. I thought this card had more split rounds in it that had like interesting debates. Mm-hmm. rather than just oh i thought they had it better it's like well, no i thought i had better and then it's like okay I did agree to disagree and we move on this this round there's just not a whole lot to say but some of the, like the one we just talked about i thought there was something there yeah. we've got some more later on but yeah i'm just i'm just on the opposite side as you in this case i i you can go either way so you were with the majority here you got it with uh judges D'Amato and Lee i saw it the same as a new judge to Nevada Brian Pachillo who is absolutely not a, a newbie to judging, of course, because you couldn't be to get to Nevada. But nonetheless, his name should be very familiar. He's judged UFC title fights before. He's worked all over the Midwest. Um, this was his debut in Nevada. Good percentages. He's already got, he's on my list of judges who in the last you know, five, five and a half years or so has worked at least 100 UFC rounds, scored at least 100 UFC rounds. Percentage is solid. I mean, inter- I'm it's neat to see him here because I'm going to see how he does uh, getting maybe potentially more work.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: Just figured I'd uh, shout that out. So welcome to Nevada, Brian. And I saw it your way, but it didn't matter because, well, neither of us affected the result. <laughs> <laughs> um. Not much more to say, I guess. Right. Wanna move on. Yeah, move on. Sure. Um. Not a split decision. That was all the split decisions we had here. But going on to Evan Elder, who got the win over Gennaro. Uh, G- Gennaro, 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 Gennaro. Yeah, uh, Valdez, unanimous decision, 30-26 and 2-29-28. So we've got two rounds off, and both of them came with uh, Judge Adelaide Bird as the out judge. Judges Derek Cleary and Janitro Okamita were in the majority of rounds two and three. Let's start with round two.
1: Uh, quite a wild round. Elder drops Valdez early. They continue exchanging. You know, Valdez kind of popped right back up. Um, I think Elder's ahead, but then Valdez drops Elder, has him hurt a bit. Uh, then there's an eye poke. It's like, oh, come on. Two minutes later. After the eye poke, it's Elder. I think he's landing the better strikes. A big knee to the head. It's a close round, but I think you know Elder really takes it in that second half. I, you can't be upset either way. Both guys got hurt. Uh, wild round.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I didn't go the same way as you, though. You had it for Elder. I had it uh, in the majority uh, for Valdez. I just thought that the higher degree to which he was able to hurt the other opponent, uh, the Elder here, uh was kind of a difference maker i thought he was like really hurt mm-hmm. as opposed to you know okay. he, he tagged him you know it's not like he didn't get tagged about this obviously but i think there was a difference to the level of damage that was dealt immediately with mm-hmm. those strikes so that's why i went that way but i could see it i mean it's really not that hard to get the other way i don't think so no problems with you sir or or judge bird in this case but i went with Judge cleary and kamiji about round three
1: yeah uh Elder stuns Valdez early uh, with a jab, and and throughout the round, he's landing good shots. Good rights over the top, good jabs. Uh, Valdez's face isn't looking great. Very, very red. Some blood. There's only one way to score this, and and that's for Elder. I just think there really wasn't strong dominance or duration. I think it definitely has the damage, just not the kind of damage, you know, to get the eight on its own. I do think Valdez had a fair amount of his own offense to earn himself a nine you know i'm not gonna get too upset you know elder definitely won the round hands down and i probably give this an eight in our csj scoring but yeah it's just a nine
0: yeah i i I thought the problem here was just there was a lot done early and not nearly enough done the rest of the way that's Mm. what it came down to it's just it's hard to get a a a 10-8 i think without doing at least like an an extreme amount of damage at some point and if you do it four minutes ago and then we've got to put right down the number but there was not much in between it's like i mean what what mm-hmm. are you gonna go with i feel like i feel like a nine is an easier score for me to give but yeah i mean there's there's certainly damage there so mm-hmm. I, I can see it and damage of course is is the one that's the premium is placed upon yeah so i don't know i, I feel like there's still things that we need to actually get written into the criteria yeah right we could, now we could get that done
1: We just just rewrite it guys
0: let's let's Scott's think about gonna it, write it. I, yeah i'm gonna write it sure <laughs> um i think that's it for this fight right you want mm-hmm. to say no that's it now let's move on to another prelim uh, early prelim fight here alexander munoz got the win over carl deaton unanimous decision again 30 26 30 27 and 29 28 so once again we have two rounds to talk about in a unanimous decision victory for munoz let's start again round two
1: uh, Well, this fight just continues to suck. Uh, the first two rounds, they're just terrible. Uh, Deaton is finally starting to land a bit heavier than he did in round one. You know, he continues to have the volume edge. Munoz, you know, did actually pick it up a bit. It's not like he just do like six strikes like he did in the first round. Uh, He did land a couple heavier shots, but it's not enough for me. I like Deaton. Terrible fight. Really can't care any less. Uh,
0: 10-9 Deaton. I guess, I guess I'm not that dispassionate about it, like aggressively so. But yeah, I mean, it, I don't have a super strong opinion over over to who won this round because I don't think either one of them pushed it enough in this particular five minute set. I did land on Deaton, same as you, but man, there's no reason to say. Oh, Mike Bell, Derek Clear, you couldn't see that round from Munoz. Makes total sense. It's just, neither one really did enough.
1: Yeah. No one put a stamp on nothing. No one even tried
0: to put a stamp on anything.
1: Yeah, and I think... Thank
0: God for round three. Man, that's one of those things that, like... If if the people if the fighters and coaches would like just listen to us like the one thing I would say is like do you want to win these rounds you need to take them you can't just sit there and hope you got it like you really do have to take it the judges kind of want you to yeah go to, it, it that's that's the biggest difference between MMA and boxing I feel it's it's very tough to point
1: fight in MMA yeah it doesn't work out in your favor in the, boxing stuff you have twelve rounds or, or eight rounds like the minimum I think is a pro right eight i don't know they do four they do four round fights yeah that's usually when you're
0: first starting yes but true
1: these big you get you get like 10 12 rounds it's like you got plenty of time to know to do your thing
0: ring <laughs> It's it, like it, it is an actual thing mma and you have three rounds to go win a fight just you, try to win it yeah and, and i mean that was the one thing that i feel like people completely miss about when they did rewrite the criteria um back mm-hmm. seven years ago what is it seven years ago yeah um Is that it was geared toward people who want to inflict damage and finish the fight. It actually is built that way. Mm -hmm. If you're getting closer to finishing the fight, you are more likely to get the round. It's just the way that the the words are structured, Mm -hmm. and no one seems to really get that. And it almost seemed like there was pushback, like people would would be upset that it doesn't reward aggressiveness anymore. It's just like, but what do you want? Do you want Diego Sanchez to win fights by walking people down and getting punched in the face is I that honestly, what we want actually
1: wish that would just get stricken yeah completely from the,
0: aggression the and aggression and control just, are, are almost useless no one ever uses them anyway at, at that point it's really not that big a deal to just score a 10 in my opinion this is my opinion here strictly mm-hmm. but I don't see why talk to any experienced judge almost none of them are going to say yeah I got to the second level of criteria ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. It just I'm doesn't happen. I'm not sure happen. who that one guy did. Well, and uh, Rafael Fiziev, right? Well, yeah, in Texas. That, okay. <laughs> the, you, you had a keyword in there. You said oh, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> and then was <laughs> Bobby Green at Fiziev. That was the fight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz he sco- he scored the third round for Fiziev as well. Mm. Even though and yeah, numbers don't necessarily mean anything in in, you know, on their own, but the fact that Bobby Green ran up just a remarkable total in also damaging Rafael Fiziev and mm-hmm. still lost the round on that card because it was, it had to go to the second criteria because it was tied. Like, <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. That is an excuse. That is an excuse. <laughs> I'm not trying to pull up old, you know, old wounds or, or old rounds and that kind of thing, but it's, it, it was such an excuse. It was so stupid. Um, I don't know how we got here. How did we get to this tangent? Oh, we, we, we were, talking we were about saying about the round, and yeah, nobody took this round. Yeah. But anyway, either way, we st- you and I still ended up in the same place with the out-judge here being Sal D'Amato, but he's not the out-judge. Not anymore, because now we're on his side, and what does that mean for Judge D'Amato? Couchside side over. going to airmail that one. Just, just send it. Yeah. I hope it gets there, I, man. <laughs> uh, it's just... Ah, the postal service. It's just not what it used to be. Not when my grandfather was <laughs> delivering letters. I tell you, he'd go door to door. He he make sure that the uh, the cash that overhead would make it. May he rest in peace. Mm. Round three, sir. Yeah, Munoz drops Deaton right away. Finally, something. Something happens.
1: Uh swarms and he's landing heavy shots while you know Deaton's turtled up. Good knees to the ribs. I really love this. I wish more people would do this. Just just batter someone's knees, uh, ribs with their knees. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh but that's only for like 90 seconds. The final three and a half minutes, it's Munoz really just hanging on D not doing much. Uh, and then the final 30 seconds, you know, they do get to the feet. And I do think Deaton gets some decent offense in there. Damage high, not disputing that. I just wish we had something more uh, during that round. I'm fine with someone saying it's an eight, though.
0: Yeah, I can see. I mean, this is this is definitely higher damage than uh, the other eight that we spoke of, right? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think this one's closer to an eight in my book. Mm-hmm than that particular round but in this case i agreed with you i saw it as a nine for munoz instead of the eight uh judge bell judge mike bell was the one who scored the eight again he's always he's always the one with the more likely chance to give it the eight when but statistically speaking just by numbers um but i could see how it get there Mm -hmm. we just happen to agree with judges cleary and D'Amato here so so that means we had the exact same scorecard, actually, as, as Judge Demano, which would be a thirty to twenty-seven. Okay,
1: yeah, I think for,
0: for most, no, most no, twenty-nine, twenty-eight. Yeah, what mo- am I talking about? Most of the night, I think I was in
1: step with uh, Sal. Okay, most of I'm pretty sure. Well, good for you. Because I was, I was doing the, you know, the the thing throughout the night. The thing throughout the night. Yeah
0: you know tracking everything oh yeah i yeah. didn't know what you were talking about so i, I was wondering how uh what, what sort of thing is this is it something that's uh, that's illegal yeah. should i know about this or... <laughs> yeah no so uh that was it for that fight moving on to another prelim fight mel melquizale Mel melquizale no, thank you uh melquizale costa that was dc's pronunciation by the way he so, got that did he nail it right yeah. he almost makes you think it's not right
1: <laughs> <laughs> joe i um what's gonna call the announcer joe uh rogan no the announcer oh joe martinez joe martinez sorry
0: yeah he he said it the same way okay i so. i would trust his pronunciation yeah, yeah absolutely melke's costa got the win over austin lingo another unanimous nod 30 26 and and two 3027s. round three is where we're talking about the degree of victory for costa here so let's talk about it
1: yeah the uh, really only one way to score this and it that's for costa uh he is landing really good on the feet. Lingo's firing back. He's got a couple through, but it's it's definitely Costa. Great body and head kicks. However, Lingo doesn't appear to be that hurt. Uh, there's definitely some da- uh, decent damage there. Then, you know, the fight hits the mat. Costa is dominating him positionally. He's got a good rear naked choke for like a split second. He's winning all the scrambles. Ends the round in a shallow darce. Uh, I didn't think it was that tight. I can definitely see how you get an eight here. I just needed a tad more, but, you know, really no issue at all. In fact, I did score round one of this fight a eight, 10-8 eight, because I thought the damage in that round was higher. The body shots were quite visibly damaging that round, but, you know, no issue.
0: Boy, your eights have been all over the place. You're talking about several rounds the judges didn't see as as an eight, and you saw as an eight, and mm-hmm. then a few that, in this case, you saw as a nine, but, but we had judges who saw as an eight. Yeah, well. Dan going rogue. Just see it differently.
1: <laughs> I know. I, if you watch round one, the body work Costa did to Lingo. Like, Lingo was visibly, like, ouch if he sure. wasn't so if he
0: wasn't so tough to fight the over. Okay. I'm, I'm teasing i'm teasing so i i did see the same way as you i i think yeah it's not crazy to go the eight here i did go the nine uh so we both agreed with judges camillo and pachillo it was again judge D'Amato who was the the eight on his own in this case but yeah, yeah fine I'm, not crazy no nope. not crazy
1: um uh, just it's it is just
0: crazy to me how many eight nine splits we had today <laughs> like, hey, it's just been so long since we had so many ra- rounds that the judges were even putting down a number any judge was putting down a number eight. yeah i was i was um you know, throw off all the numbers for the year i'm pretty sure someone
1: on twitter had uh the
0: oprah gift going out you get an eight, you get an eight. <laughs> i like it Going. i like it and we and of course we'll, we'll talk about this shortly there was a unanimous eight yes um, but we still got a couple rounds to do a couple more fights to do Starting with the Iron Turtle. Genuine Park who got the win. R- second round rear naked chokes submission victory over Albert Durayev. Round one was interesting, though. Yeah, I think Durayev did, did pretty well on the feet. Uh, you know, Park was answering with
1: some good shots of his own. It's kind of close, but I think Durayev definitely has the edge here. Uh, it's when Park attacks that guillotine at the end of the round. I thought it looked really tight at some moments, and that's what swung me in this round. So that's why I scored it for Park 10-9.
0: Man, I was so torn, too, because I I thought Durayev was not just up, but like... I thought he was really doing some good work on the feet. Like he it was, was com- yeah. It was competitive, but man, when he would land, it was bad, man. Right. Bad in the, in a good way, you know? So I, I was very close to still not giving it to Park, but I, I thought... Like you, I I saw I kind of thought about. it. I'm like, you know what? There's some parts of this this choke really does look like it's That's, it's it's a real threat that needs to be addressed it, here. I, maybe if he was a little more on on his side of his hip a little bit, maybe he gets to the point. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: don't know. What, who knows? What no, we're not in there. To right? Get it there. No.
0: Um, but it it comes down to the what gets
1: closer. Who's got closer to finishing the fight? And I I do think Park edges it in that sense with the with the guillotine. Maybe you know, not so maybe you think, Oh, well these punches could've knocked him out too.
0: And it's not a shutout so, either. That's the thing. Like Park is also finding some home for his offense here and there on the feed. It's just not to the same degree as Daraeff had been. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, Durayev definitely won won the feed exchange. So yeah, th- it, it really depends. I think it depends how you how you read that joke.
0: I think this, I read it pretty strong. So th- this was the round that I was closest to not going with the score that I scored. Like I was so okay. close to going Daraeff here. Mm. Um in which case I would have agreed with Judge D'Amato button but no I, I did go Park just like you uh, so we agreed with judges Cleary and Lee here um, in round. So yeah, very close, but that's what I'm talking about. This was another one of those rounds where it's like there's some interesting debate over it, right? I kind of like a round like that much more than a yeah, close, right? I close round. I gave it to him, but you could see it the other way just because it was like. They, they kind of did the same thing to one higher degree or the other. You know, this mm-hmm. this is a different. Those are interesting rounds to talk about. These are ones that I like to break down mm-hmm. the most. I think you like to break down the eight nines more. Oh, uh, they're more fun. Th- this is this yeah. is the round that I like, though, the round where it's not necessarily uh, a close round in the sense that like, oh, you know, a couple strikes here and mm-hmm. there. It's 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 more what's the, what do you value here? I yeah. think there's more to parse out and pick out and debate and that kind of thing. But I think that also speaks to, especially when you're talking about grappling, one of the holes that I see in the criteria is, mm-hmm. does I think a lot of people are seeing it now more than they used to, even too, is the lack of clarity on what actually is effective grappling, and I think right. that needs to be spelled out better than it already has been. It's 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 better than it used to be, but it's I think there's still room to grow that. I that have I have mentioned. a lot of thoughts on it. Well, we got to do that it's, show with, so. that we're talking about with uh we'll get uh we'll get Sheehan on. And we'll talk about it. The ways we would change the wording of the criteria, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, not even, not even change it. Just
0: improve it, rewrite it, rewrite the whole thing. Yeah, just tear just it up. Start from nah, Start from scratch. Use
1: this. Use it as the frame, <laughs> and then we just we go paragraph by paragraph. Yeah, and change it and change it.
0: I guess I understand what you're saying. I, I words here and there can really improve it. Just like little words, even. I've I've done a lot of looking at this because I I would like to. I, I made a lot of like notes for myself on like the regular document in
1: mm-hmm. another
0: document of mine, and I said like here's what I would change, here's what I would update. What if we did this, that kind of thing, you know? And, we'll start with the typos. Well, there's that, sure. <laughs> I mean, not that I didn't see those. It, my job is literally <laughs> copy editing, so, but but you know, not the not exactly the point. <laughs> Let's move on. Though. we've got one more fight here that will actually be one part uh, a contested round, one part ten seven. Watch. Uh, so let's start with the contested round our final contested round uh a- perez getting the win over ashley evan smith not the most unpredictable thing given it smith oh, hasn't yeah. fought in like two and a half I years know. almost three years i think um but it was 30 25 two times and a 30 26 i don't know that people necessarily saw that coming um we'll start with round one which again is our contested round and we're only talking about degree here obviously because because perez won every round yeah
1: uh uh Perez cracks Evan Smith with a two-piece and then took her down. Landed a bunch of shots in a turtle position. Uh, Evan Smith gets back up, but she gets slammed right back to the mat. Gets straight into side control. Perez moves to mount. Ends up taking the back. Landing heavy ground and pound. On the feet, she battered her with punches and knees. And Smith didn't do anything at all. To be honest, I don't like a nine here.
0: Really? Okay.
1: I was shocked when this wasn't the 10-7 watch round. (laughs) Okay. I thought this clear cut 10 8 10 to score you got to go. I don't I, I don't like a 9 here.
0: I I think I'm inclined to agree. I actually am. Um I think this is when we're looking at eights, especially in in a show where a lot of eights are being discussed mm-hmm. here. I think this this round out of all the rounds that were completed out of all 27 rounds, I thought this was the most lopsided round. Mhm. All of them. Mhm. So yeah, I guess I would agree with you. I'm a little surprised that so but, you know, the 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 veteran Vegas judges being Mike Bell and Derek Cleary, they saw this as an eight. It was uh, Brian Pachillo in his very first Vegas fight. It's worth noting um, gave this a nine. Maybe he's got to kind of get on the same page of what mm. they're looking for in Las Vegas. You never know. Um, I certainly wouldn't hold it against this judge in particular. I, I think he from everything I can tell from looking back at his his, uh, his body of work, he seems like he's a good addition to the team. And maybe with a little more experience and a little more conversation with some of these judges, maybe he figures out, okay, this is what we're really looking for in Vegas. For yeah, eight, I mean, you had, he had a he had a solid night. He was seven and nine. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. perfectly fine. So perfectly fine. He's he's a, he's a veteran judge. He's not yeah, he's, he's not, not inexperienced. He's he brings more experience to the table than a lot of judges they've been bringing mm-hmm. in um, to work in Las Vegas the last few years. So it's 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 actually pretty. Um, I I had actually thought of him as like. If they were to bring somebody in that they haven't had in Vegas before, he was probably of, of American judges. I would say he was probably the, at the top of the list. I would have thought of okay. So next to me, right? Ne- yeah, right next to you, just <laughs> neck and neck. Oh man, I was like, it's like one and it's like one A and one B. You're one B. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so hard to go to, this was literally the first round he ever scored in Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. literally the first five minutes he sits down, he's got to, he's got to figure out if this is an eight or a nine, you know? So give him time. Um, but round three is, again, this is the one where they actually, all three judges, uh, Bell, Cleary, and Pachilla, landed on the eight. So it's not like he didn't score eights, it's just he gave it in this case and not the other case. And I do feel yeah, like it would have right. been more appropriate the other way, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so I, what happened i mean do you do you let's all right let's let's ask the question is this a 10-7 no not a chance no. okay no way i actually
1: scored it a nine I, I actually scored this round a nine no i think it's an eight no <laughs> doubt perez dominated the round especially in the grappling transitions but she has no sub attempts and really her most damage is one burst of good damaging shots for a brief period where she traps the arm from top half guard and lets off some good ground and bound but other than that there's not much,
0: but what does Evan else? Smith do? But
1: that's the other point. Nothing. Evan Smith does absolutely nothing. She, she does not I, earn I, the nine. I want to say I like that everyone went the eight. Okay, but if we're applying it, you know, needing you know heavy damage, I don't think that's there. Uh, I just need a little bit more. It's
0: it's a fair complaint in 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 terms of what you're saying here. But
1: but I'm saying if the, if yeah. if if you're not given round one and eight, how are you given round three and eight? I. That's so, that's a funny question i don't have an answer for that that's my that's my that's my not a good s- one my shock anyway. why you know round one should be the 10 seven watch i yeah, think i think and so. which it, it isn't
0: so one one would think that the right way to go is is yes let let that one be the eight and this one be if you're going to be on the fence this is the not you know this yeah if you're gonna rank the rounds put it that way right degree of of victory in the round it goes one three two with one being the top i think okay yeah so but you know again this is we're, we're picking nits here. Yeah. It's, it's whether did she, did she win a 30-26 or a 30-25? I mean, shoot. You know? It's,
1: Either uh, way, this was Ashley Evan Smith last fight. Did she retire? I'm just assuming. You're 6-6 oh. six and six after a beatdown like that. It's probably you're done. I would think. Fair enough.
0: <laughs> but that is it for our contested rounds, for our 10-7 watch. On to the finishes, of which there were five, but it took a while for to get even one. Um, Two of them were TKO victories. And the first
1: one was not nice
0: no the first one was distinctly not nice brutal three submission wins one fight ended in the first round this one that you mentioned in particular which ended in 34 seconds uh with oof, that was is that the worst dislocation that you've seen in a fight it's pretty nasty it reminded me of a
1: one time at ama when we we did take downs and you know one guy posted on his arm as he's getting taken down and the scream that came out I was like, Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. Estella Nunez was the one who, whose arm was dislocated with, uh, Victoria due to who, you know, her, her takedown was essentially what caused the reaction that led to the dislocation. So it wasn't like, a, yes, it was a freak injury. It wasn't exactly how it was meant to happen, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, she took a wrong step and that was it. You know, there mm-hmm. was at least some action on her part for whatever that's worth. It was but Estella Nunez, man, that the, the whales that she was making, I think that was like the most, like yeah. horrifying part mm-hmm. of it. Not The injury was bad, right? The injury was very bad. Mm-hmm. And that was why she was wailing like that. But it's like, ooh, just the noises she made, it, it was like, it sounded like what you'd imagine they would, well, what they do in like Hollywood films when someone's like terribly injured in war or something, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, oh, that was rough.
1: Dana has made it a point to like start like posting um, on his Instagram stories the x ray uh, pictures of when people get hurt. Sure. This one was kind of funny. <laughs> But because he posts, he posts the dislocation of the of the elbow, and oh, then okay. like an hour or two later, he posted the X ray after he put it back in place. Goes, it's back in. <laughs> well, I just started laughing. I don't know why. I thought it was so funny. Oh, all right. I don't. I now that she's okay i guess it, it's well it's i I'm mean
0: not, I'm, I'm, she's still gotta yeah, she got to recover a little bit she got to recover from but, but yes it's it's but, you know hopefully hopefully there's no ligament damage and that kind of because like and a dislocation could come with other stuff you know but like that's the way it came off to me it was like oh crisis diverted, averted it's back in <laughs> and she posts the x-ray of, All of good of see you of later a,
1: of a elbow you know fair enough that's back yeah
0: i i, I get it yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i mean we, I certainly wish uh Nunez well here. I hope she recovers quickly because that's yeah, not, that was a be. that was a crummy one. Yeah, that kinda stinks. Yeah. But but that wasn't your favorite finish. What was your favorite?
1: No, finish? uh Nazim's uh Sadakov trapping the arm behind the back and then getting the rear naked choke over Terrence McKinney. To me, this is a sub of the year contender. Okay. It's kinda crazy that Terrence McKinney could be on the wrong side of both the knockout of the year and the sub of the year uh contenders.
0: That would be unfortunate. Um
1: but I do the. I think I think it's super high level the way I don't. I don't think it was just you know dumb luck that you know McKinney's arm was trapped completely behind his back. Sure. So I I think one of the, one of the top rear naked chokes that I can recall.
0: Well even if it was so. quote unquote dumb luck, right? Like that's still taking advantage and yeah. being creative in the moment, I think, on Sonicos' yeah. part. I think no matter what, you gotta give him credit. Sure. Yeah. For sure. A, a lot of a lot of what's great about jujitsu is like the creativity that you can find in it, you know? Like there's mm-hmm. yeah, there's a guillotine, but then there's like a billion different ways you can do a guillotine. Yeah. Like it, it it's it, it's really fantastic. That's why that's why I still love like grappling, man. Oh yeah. It's cool.
1: <laughs> one of the best grapplers, uh, my honorable mention was Gary Tony got a got a sick knee bar. He's a Jersey at guy, one. Right?
0: Yeah. Tom DeBlas, uh student, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. South Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, obviously over at one. That was that was fantastic too. And that was that was a weird fight, too. A... I didn't see the whole fight. Oh, I just okay, saw the okay. highlights. Gotcha, gotcha. Um anyway, my favorite finish of uh at least from the UFC, was uh, Myra Buenos Silva, of course, sneaking in that little mm-hmm. ninja choke. I like that. Yeah, probably training with Dan Miller. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yep. Um, just, just the fact that she was able to take what Holly was giving her right there in that moment, and and I feel like that's something that you can probably game plan too, because Holly does find herself in that position a lot. Like mm. she's doing a lot of this, you know, clenching at the cage and giving her neck, and it's yeah. like eventually somebody was gonna take advantage. She was kind of like, oh, uh
1: oh uh oh and like, the panic starts setting in yeah, yeah. and then she's like, tap. she's like oh i wasn't supposed like, to like she that. was tapping with the wrong hand like ah. he, her um keith peterson was on the right side watching her face and everything. I and mean, then she's tapping behind the back and he's like oh stop uh, it
0: yeah yeah what are you gonna do i mean it's, it's not thinking about that she's <laughs> just like tap 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 stop please um but yeah bueno Silva. i i just love that she's very opportunistic mm-hmm. she's looking to finish fights she's not uh, a grinder or or a a point fighter in any meaningful way whatsoever i think probably there's times where it just gets to a decision i mm-hmm. think she probably just runs out of time but i like the way she fights i think she's the type of fighter people like to watch so i do again hope that she would be a part of the next championship opportunity at 135 yeah. pounds i really do mm-hmm. i think that'd be a total missed opportunity if they don't do that i think that would be a really bad idea. but we'll see what happens right <sighs> And that was it for that That's card. It. That's it for the weekend. That was a terrible card on paper that ended up being especially a pretty interesting set of, I think, main card. Yeah. The main card was at least entertaining. I think I think the thing is when I see these bad cards on paper, I just expect
1: to be, you know. Well, sure, everybody does. Expect that it's going to be good. Yeah.
0: Oh, you do. I, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like you, you're, and, you're conditioned at this point to think it's going to be
1: the other way. Yeah. yeah. And kind of, I wish it wasn't that way. <laughs>
0: I think even outside of the fact that, yes, most of these fights, a lot of these fights really were just, I guess you can't fault them too much in at this point when they got Jack Della matched up against someone who's, you know, probably mm-hmm. 100 spots in the rankings behind him. Um they missed out on doing the right thing last week and putting together maybe him and Kevin Holland. But we're here; we got what we wanted, and it was actually at least an interesting fight, right? Mm-hmm. But it was it was not great matchmaking. They almost knocked off a total contender that they are a blue chipper, the best prospect in the whole sport, right? <laughs> According to that's, Brendan that's Fitzgerald. What I, I don't know. It's been a few days. I actually forget if that was said or not.
1: Brendan control Fitzgerald. <laughs> uh,
0: but that is it. That's it for the weekend. We are now looking ahead to not the UFC Apex on a fight night or fight afternoon oh, we're fight on. afternoon We'll call it a fight afternoon. foggy london town yeah getting a card 3 p.m eastern time main card starts so that's that's why i'm calling it fight after Um uh, but it's ufc london and tom Aspinall back almost a year to the day mm-hmm. from when he was last in there and tore up his knee uh yeah, unfortunately cr- in that uh that fight against curtis blaze that was that was really that, that's what i'm talking about that's a yeah. that's a fight where it's like yeah man really n- nothing dude. happened that is just it took a bad step and it was over mm-hmm. you know Stanky, but Tom Aspinall's in there against uh, Martin Tabora, who's got a lot of momentum here. You're not into this fight,
1: no, because I think Tom Aspinall's going to run through him. <laughs> it's going to be a horrible fight, but it'll be great for us because we're not going to have to score any rounds. But <laughs> it's just, I think it's stupid. Not a lot of fighters run through uh, Martin Tibera. Oh, he's getting days. run through him. He's
0: getting run through. I mean, I can see why Aspinall should be favored here because he has a lot of steam, other than again that loss, but. I think he's probably a fighter that's necessarily going, is actually going places. I think maybe potentially we're seeing the best of Marching Tibora that we may ever get in this run. I think Jalton Almeida would have been a bigger test for Aspinall. Uh, well... He would test one particular element, sure, yeah. which is like, the, the takedown, yeah. but if you can't stop that takedown, it's like, well, what else you got? And Cyril gone, I, gone and Aspinall would have been great. I, I like this fight. I actually do. I think it's a good bounce back fight because Aspinall's coming back off an injury and, and it's someone who's still tough and credible. I, I, I actually like the matchmaking. I think it's fine. You don't have to. Whatever. I don't like it at all.
1: You're going to watch it anyway. Yeah, unfortunately I
0: am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The card's not bad, though. We're no, really, the
1: card's good. It's, I it's love, actually a good card. I love the card. I love that Tom Aspinall's on. I love to see him fight. I mean, I just don't like his opponent. Fair enough. I hate the co-main. I think the co-main's stupid. Why I, is that the co-main? Can I just
0: say I will always like his yeah. opponent because his opponent uh, finished off Greg Hardy, and that was great? Okay, fair. Yeah, give him that. The comain's stupid. Maul McCann and Julius. <laughs> I mean, that's a fine fight. Julia Stolyarenko the maybe isn't necessarily the most fascinating opponent, but did she, you know what? She's at least got that kind of grappling element to her, like that. We obviously saw Molly McCann didn't can't, pass that test against Erin Blanchfield, but that was a very different opponent. Yeah. All right. You don't want to necessarily knock down Erin Blanchfield, because I think she is a, a high-level grappler. It's just a very different thing. Well, you know? we're
1: not knocking her down. We're just saying, listen, she she destroyed her. Yeah. I mean, this is not, this is not we don't, a co-main event. We don't
0: know what she'll do against, uh, let's say, the next level down of grappler. Mm. You know? All right, so maybe she doesn't get stuck on a crucifix. She maybe gets, she doesn't. Or maybe she gets a big knockout. That's yeah, what people we'll want see. to see, especially yeah. the people over in,
1: uh, in the UK, in London. I mean, I'd much rather Paul Craig and Andre Muniz being the co main mm-hmm. Sure. That's I mean, fair. I guess I get too I, like I, get, I
0: get too worked up over card placement. but I, it, I think it, it, you do. It bothers me. I think you do. Um, I think it's fine when we're talking about fight nights. I think yeah. you want the right fight to be the main event and I think you don't want to bury fights that actually have importance to potential like title contention mm. don't stick those on the prelims If you put it on the main card literally anywhere on the main card you're doing what you're mm. supposed to do you know like when they when they put Brandon Royval a few weeks ago on the prelims that was dumb and even dana said okay we we messed up but also at some point isn't dana supposed to look at that and be like yeah let's let's maybe change it up the only time i think when we you get those fights like that is when it's
1: on abc when the when you're to feature on abc because you're going to get more eyes on that
0: I think it still matters, so, though. I think it still matters because there are some people who are just... Not everybody is, is going to be the weekend warrior that watches every single fight. Some of them are actually just going to turn in for the main card, and and that's probably it. Maybe some mm-hmm. will figure out the main event, but they're just the ones probably following on Twitter. I still think that's a smaller mm-hmm. proportion of the fan base. Mm-hmm. People on Twitter love to think they're the only ones who are watched, but they're most definitely not. No. So And I say that saying I, I, you know, I participate in the Twitter conversations. I like a lot of the um, fans on Twitter. Some of them I really don't, but a lot of them seem like decent people who just really love fights, and I think that's great. But um, the people who are watching are very often not on Twitter, is just the mm-hmm. truth. But I do like a lot of these fights, like you mentioned. I think Muniz and Craig, I think that's fantastic. Craig going down to 185. I like, I'm like. i very curious to see how that translates over, because he has a, a true next-level skill in that uh, that submission department. Andre Muniz, we've seen, is a great well. submission artist, yeah. too. So... <laughs> It's probably going to be a striking matchup. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll see what we get, but I think I'll have some fun. Hopefully it does get to the ground a little bit and we can see some interesting stuff there. Um, Nathaniel Wood, Andre Feely, that'll be fun. Nathaniel Wood's going places, I think, especially mm-hmm. now that he's not doing a deeper cut to 35. Mm-hmm. Him at 45 is much better. I, I like a lot of fights on here, too. You you noted uh, a bunch of other fights, too long to list. Good card minus the main and co-main. Yeah. <laughs> But I think there's... got
1: Larone Murphy undefeated versus Josh KulaBow. That's going to be awesome. Sure, Jai sure. Herbert, Pharazim. Yeah, uh, you got uh, Brian Barberina way down at middleweight. At middleweight now. Now you want to talk about tight uh, card placement with the prelims. You got Ketlin Vieira versus Penny Kanzad at one thirty-five on the fourth fight of the night. Mm-hmm. That should be a main card fight. Because it's a ty- it, it has to do with the, the actual division uh, of figuring out who could be contending for this next fight. Sure. So that's I mean, that's stupid putting it all the way down there. I can see that. Maybe put there. that as your co main. Has some importance.
0: I think what they're doing is they're catering to the local crowd yeah. here because people love Molly, people love Tom, and that's why they're putting them at the of main. Of course the that's Coleman. why. They're they doing they're it. the ones who they're billing there. I can understand that. I think I think that makes total sense. That is very common in fight sport. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of raspberries from Dan tonight. But I would say uh, you know, I think we probably end on this the most likely car, or like, most likely fight for the contested rounds next week. But what, what, do you remember what our pick was last week?
1: Estella, Nunez and and
0: kova Ah, well, yeah, of so. course that didn't work out because you know, outside of some, something in, weird happened. Yeah, weird things happened. I can't I can't be blamed for that one. Uh, so I was wrong either way. But this is my pick for the week: Mick Parkin against Jamal Pose at heavyweight. I think the heavyweights are going to give us one of those heavyweight fights that disappoints me. It goes fifteen minutes. Please no. <laughs> I just see it happening. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong too. Let's be wrong every week. And every they all, all right. end in the in in three minutes, except no dislocated arms this time. Okay. No breaks. Well, here's a nothing. here's here's just a good finishes. thing.
1: Mick Parkins never been to a decision.
0: Okay. So that's so you're saying is it... due. I heard you. Okay. Hang I on. I heard what you say.
1: And Jamal Pogues has been to decision five times.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's going to keep the streak going. That's what you just said.
1: So who's going to break the streak?
0: No, 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 no. I, I just told you. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> and that does it for the Couchside Judges for this week. We will be back next week. We'll be looking at these UFC London fights. We'll be looking ahead to UFC 291. That's a good card. That'll be fun to talk about. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Hopefully, knockouts, like, like you said. Thanks, Thanks for listening, for, everybody. Yeah,
1: take care.